Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hello, hello. And Jennifer. Peeps. The whole gang's here. The gang is here. We're talking Arrow. I know. (laughs) What a shocker. It's been a minute since we've done that. You know why? Because here's the deal. We're in season one, and it's a tough slosh to get through. Yeah. And the longer we go since Arrow ended, it's like it's harder to hop back in well, right it's harder to call back the jazz like season one is like just reconfirmed my long held belief that it's the worst season i think i would do i mean i do five any day twice on sunday and go through one again and like i understand like people's like there's just a very divisive season one was the best season you either think it was the best season and the rest of arrow sucked or you think it's the worst season and arrow was awesome afterwards it's really one of the two yeah because even season seven had the kids and it's just also oliver was just more likable yeah 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 the funny thing watching this after he's he's very rough it's rough (laughs) And freaking like geez, man. Like really, Felicity went through it with this guy. I just gotta be like, she's a real one. Like I understand men can be fixer uppers, and you know most heteros require a little work in the lady department. But I just. They are all works in progress. It just makes me tired. Like, I'm writing these reviews and I'm just like, I'm exhausted. Honestly, after not having watched Arrow in a few months, like, getting to, like, flashback, Ollie was, like, a jump scare. I'm just like, ah! He's, like, (laughs) a serial killer in those. Like, he's, like, sociopathic. And, like, I worry about him because it's creepy. He's creepy! Especially this episode. He's so creepy. Others me intensely. I mean, especially as compared to what, though? He was creepy all of season one. Like, the <laughs> man the man was unhinged. Like, and not in a good way. Okay, the, un- <laughs> the unhinged part of my brain just had, like, a funny thought of if you could just make, like, Based off of early seasons, Oliver, like, am I the asshole post? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are the asshole. You are the asshole. <laughs> and the answer is always yes. But, like, to, like to hear the phrasing of Ollie being like, am I'm I the like, asshole like, for, for going like, on? Am I the asshole? And it's like him versus Laurel. And it's like everyone sucks here. Everyone sucks. <laughs> everyone sucks. Flashback Ollie with Laurel. All of them. He's, he's no, dumping bodies. He's dumping bodies. Day season one, Oliver with Laurel. Like everyone sucks here. She she sucks. He sucks. They all suck. They suck. There's a lot of sucking. It's just it's just so messy. 
It's the messiest. And not messy. like the good messy, because there is good messy. Messy right. can be good. Like, season two is good messy. But, like, season one, <laughs> like, you're just a dick. <laughs> you, you, when faced with two decisions, two choices, how do you always reach for the bad one? Right. To be or to not be a dick by Oliver Queen. <laughs> be a dick. A dick. It's just yeah. like, I just don't. Okay, so, so this, this, is a, is, this is iconic. It's 121. It's very iconic. Super it iconic. Really we are finally getting paid a little bit. I, I just, every time I'm hitting the back half of season one, I just think of, like, the way TV is run today. And Arrow would have been canceled. Oh, like, so fast. Episodes ago. Oh, it my God. So long to get their shiznit together. Yeah. And, like, oh, this is the formula that works. What? 21. There's only 23. <laughs> that would be like three seasons in. <laughs> and you're like, and if now it's like, oh, you know, this whole Oliver and Felicity and Daigle thing. Yeah, we should like make them like do more stuff together and like be crime fighters. <laughs> I think. You God, maybe they, like it works better in a team environment. I don't know. Maybe like we need to have think? personalities to offset his horror show of a personality. <laughs> like, listen, I understand the man's in pain. I get it. There's PTSD. There's emotional trauma. I'm with him. Okay, we've already forgiven him, but that does not preclude me from bitching about it. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's really bad. Okay, so remember Walter. Anybody yeah, remember Walter? I heard his name before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the show <laughs> forgot about him because they do this convenient. Oh, Walter's been missing for six months, and Thea literally says, "Oh, I know we haven't talked about Walter for a while. Obviously, we haven't talked about him for like eight episodes, but okay, it's fine. He's kidnapped, so they basically they got a lead where they're gonna it's gonna lead to Walter." So Oliver is like, hey, we have to go undercover. I have to go undercover at a casino, except I can't because they'll make me because I'm Because I used to go to this casino all the time because I'm a shit stain. Right. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, you're Oliver Queen. What are you doing here? Hello, sir. So Felicity's like, hey, I count cards because I'm a genius. So I'll go. Like, okay, so she's going undercover. This is really her first like undercover it really is and it's adorable it's, it's so great to ever cute it's the best. she's super excited about it but also terrified oh, when you compare sure. it to like later seasons when she's in like a bratva like yeah. lounge type thing felicity season seven wouldn't know felicity season one She'd be like who that girl and do we think oliver bought her the red dress or do you think felicity had that in the closet I mean, I've seen both arguments. Yep. I, I don't love know. that we're still like in the whole because, like, right. I, I think, I think Oliver bought it for dress. her. I I don't know whether or not she had the dress, but Oliver bought her the gold dress. Right, and I feel like she's a little like, too covered up gonna... for Oliver to like yeah. uh, have bought her this one. Yeah, is my feeling. The man likes the legs, so true. I've worn that gold dress. It is short. Yeah, he, he absolutely bought her the gold dress. Yeah, Nick was like, whoa. 
he was thrilled, but whoa. Uh, um, so she's going undercover. She's cute. Cuter than a button. I love that we're in this. I feel like they really tried to put her in the ug- ugliest possible daytime outfit to, to further to. emphasize how hot she is in reality. Like season one, Felicity's wardrobe is rough for me personally maybe people don't agree i know they're going the whole quirky route and everybody loves the panda shoes but like this particular episode i was like what are we doing to her what are we doing they're like these really big leaf earrings it was like colors everywhere i just was like this is not working for me and what then are we doing the red whole... dress and you're like hey hotness how you doing exactly so... we're it's our first glimpse of season two where mm-hmm. she oh, gets yeah, a major upgrade we're cranking it up in season two and I am for it because it needed it badly. Um, okay. Because this is the idea. CW, damn it. <laughs> Everyone needs to look hot. So do you think this is Felicity's best, like, Freudian slip with, it feels really good having you inside of me? Yes. It's it's the ultimate. I think it's the top tier. I think we got to go number one with this one. Because when she says it, you're like, What? And you're like, yeah, you just pause. I love the way they wrote that dialogue. <laughs> by me, and I like, mean my ear, and by you, I mean your voice. I'm going to stop. I love when he like. She's like, I'm going to stop talking. He's like, that would be my preference. <laughs> like, like do you really want her to stop talking? Though, no, but... he doesn't. He's such a grumpy grump. Stop being grumpy. He's so grumpy. So um, we get growly Oliver. Well, first we get Oliver. I'm not letting you do this. And Felicity's like, cool, I'm going to do it anyways. And then she's like, oh, hang on. Like, maybe they're going to like pull me aside and give me a warning. Or maybe they're going to shoot me. Which one do you think it's going to be? <laughs> He's like, then he gets all soft and fuzzy. And he's fuzzy bear. He's like, you don't have to do this. She's like, no, I got this. Okay. And then he turns into growly bear because it ended up being a gun because they found out that she had an earpiece. It was the size of like Mount Everest in her ear. So I'm yeah. not like shocked that they saw it. Anybody could see that, but whatever. Oliver and our super spy. So then he has to rescue her. And I will say it again. I never tie a tire of Oliver rescuing Felicity. It's I mean, true. Does it ever get old? Gloria Steinem never can bite me. Gloria Steinem can bite me. Uh, okay. So then what happens next? Oh, okay. So then we're into Walter. So they find Walter. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and it's an impressive, like, they tried to do, like, the hallway fight because, like, Arrow came out the same time as Daredevil. And I was like, oh, hallway fights are cool. And so they kind of did their version of it, which impressive action it was good because he he smashes the guy's head against the wall like a basketball three times that's always fun bounce bounce (laughs) bounce. it was hilarious um i did notice this is gross but so they've got walter in like basically a jail cell and there is a bucket next to him with like brown sloppy stains and i'm like why do you have to go there i just wonder if you were (laughs) We didn't need that attention to detail that deck. <laughs> wow, that is like there are people are gonna wait it. though. 
I'm just telling you, this is the crap I notice on when I'm rewatching. I can't help it. It is the crap you notice. Yes, the crap that you notice. <laughs> crap that I notice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're cracking ourselves up here. Good times. Good oh, times. Yes. Good times. Um, and Moira reacted initially. Oliver fully that uh, Walter was dead. And Moira reacted very strangely when he tells her this. Instead of being sad, she just gets like super pissed off. She's like, that's, that's impossible. And she like storms out of the house. And I was like, maybe she's in shock. Or maybe my mom is super freaking shady and I should follow her. Super freaking shady. And so don't bite does. Diggle's head off when he mentions it. She's like, fucking enough shady. with the Diggle being mad at Diggle and about Moira. She's shady as all get out, Oliver. Like, I get she's your mom and you love her anyway. That's allowed. Basically, all of the women in your life are shady. shady. Except <laughs> Listen. Too much um, Well, of like pre, of like that are like basically Moira, Thea, Laurel, they're all shady. Well, at least by episode 21. You have to have... meet new people to meet non shady people, basically. Okay. At least in episode 21, he has shown slight character growth and learned his lesson and plans one of his bug arrows to listen to her talking to Malcolm Merlin about the undertaking and that she's always known where Walter was and knew about the boat and Robert. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. So then Oliver's in his feels. But what else is new? They basically stretched it like his disbelief just as for the maximum amount of time before the audience turns on him further and being like, you moron. <laughs> yes. Um, I do. I feel like we're getting a little late in the season because I remember watching the first time, like, what the frack are we doing um, in terms of like, what is the undertaking? So we have a lot of like flashbacks. We have flashbacks this episode, but it's not to the island. It's to Oliver. Praise be to Jesus, we're not on the island. Are you guys bored with the island? I was always bored with the island. The yeah, island I often had fast forward moment. most of it. The best the island ever was was in season two. And that's two. not saying much because not that's, saying like, much. that's like the bars on the floor. Yeah. You my know, mom, and it just got worse from there. My mom loved the island. What is wrong with your mother? I don't. I was like, I don't even know who you are right now. Like, she like that should be its own show. I'm like, dear God, don't let that happen. What are you talking about? No, please. You know her, but like, I don't apparently because what is she talking about? Yeah, she's like, oh, I love that even more than what's going on present day. I'm like, how? How? No. What are? What about it? Like, I have questions. Whatever. So. Yeah, we get to see Sierra kill it, Ollie. And, like, okay, so did we know? We didn't know before this episode, right, that Robert Queen had killed somebody, right? Well, I besides don't... the dude on the raft. Yeah, yeah. The, other than that, but we knew that he was like, there's something shady. There was something shady. Okay, so they kind of get into why this little group of uh, power holders decided to like take on the glade so i guess they've been doing what oliver's been doing except with like um blackmail and trying to get bad people to do nice things for the city but malcolm is like this is just a band-aid let's just level the place like when you say it out loud he is certifiable 
<laughs> it's literally like, the Anchorman meme of that escalated quickly. <laughs> I recall listening to this, and I'm like, I am very worried about each and every single one of you. So, Robert kind of tries to like rein Malcolm in and be like, you know, maybe that's not such the greatest idea. But Ma- Malcolm was like, well, I listened to my wife die on a voicemail, so fuck you, and this is what we're going to do. Robert's so let's like, be terrorist. Yeah, Robert's like, okay. Um, So he does talk to Moira finally, and he explains to her, like, we know what, why Malcolm's in it. That Frank dude, he, that is like the little side dude, like, you don't ever know if he's working with Moira or working with Malcolm. His daughter was raped in the glades like they've all had like really awful things but nobody knows and like malcolm makes some comment like oh the glades stole your soul robert and i'm like what so (laughs) (laughs) what are you talking about so confused (laughs) it's the worst (laughs) i was one of those of like we have so many more seasons of this this dude I was like, can we just be Catholic for a second? Like, make him go to confession or whatever. So he does. He chooses Moira. Whatever. So, and he's like, basically, um, I was opening the steel factory one day. This guy comes by, says he wants money in order for me to open it. And we get in an argument. And whoops, I killed him. Whoops. Oopsie. So, Moira, at least in her... It's like talking sense. And she's like, so you're going to make up for murdering somebody by murdering a bunch more people? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Make it make sense, Robert. So he's like, she's like, you need to stop this. And he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. And Malcolm's like, you cannot you stop You cannot. Me. I'm Machiavellian <laughs> and super genius evil villain. So I'm 10 steps ahead of you. i'm going to put a bomb on your yacht (laughs) yeah so so like frank made it look like like he was gonna work with robert but really he's working with malcolm and they put a bomb on the gambit and they're like oh but it's going into a geostorm so it'll look like an accident it's like malcolm is all about his natural disasters it's like, I guess that's what the undertaking is going to be. He's like, we're going to level the place, but it'll look like a natural disaster. Like, why can't you Seattle. just, like, own yourself for one fucking second? Can't do it. Kennedy is like, everyone's like, yep, sounds true. Absolutely. There's just yep. like... <laughs> Crazy pants. So, yeah, that's the plot. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Make it make sense, but okay. Can we talk about the little moment where Oliver's brooding on the floor in the foundry? Yeah, that's like a that's a top tier bidding moment. The bidders Uh, love themselves. Some Oliver feels in the uh, in the bunker when Felicity comes in, and then she comes in and she what does she do? Turns on the light. I know it's amazing. I'm, I'm such a spaz for that shit. I swear to it's God, it's so ridiculous because he's all sad and in the darkness. And then she pops in, like, "Let me talk to you about your feelings," and flips the light on. Fantastic! It's too good. I love it so much. So yeah, was that all of our good Felicity stuff? Oh, we Laurel got Laurel meeting Felicity. Felicity for the first time, and she's all 
snotty to her, and you're so just I, like, I, I tried. Oh, to she was so fucking snotty. Mind. I know, because I tried to approach this with an open mic, because I was like, maybe it's not, maybe it's not snotty. It's very snotty. It could not be snotty. It's super snotty. Maybe I'm just like <laughs> jaded. I don't know. It's I'm, the I'm snottiest. It further shows that the writers have fully written her off because they it's hate like her. they hate her so much because it was you we really did hate her. If you so didn't much. want the audience to absolutely fucking hate Laurel, you wouldn't write that scene like that. <laughs> no, she's like, "Who are you?" Like she owns the place, Solver's Bar. Mind your business. Um, and Felicity's all cute. What really bugged me about season one? As I'm watching season one. Which, like, annoyed me to no end was I really felt like they were going to keep doing this. Felicity has a crush on Oliver and Oliver thinks it's cute, but he doesn't reciprocate because he's in love with Laurel. Like, just that whole, I thought I had signed myself up for that for, like, literally a decade. And I was not excited about it. Because I really, listen, guys, and I'll talk about this in season two, I really didn't think they were going to... Like, I thought I knew where the show was going, but, like, also, were they going to do it? Because it was, like, really? Because it's kind of a big swing. So, season one definitely didn't feel like we were going to be going the Felicity route. I can say that clearly. Yeah. Didn't feel that at all. I felt like we were going to just just do this Girl Friday crush bullshit. And that scene just reeks of it. And it's annoying. This this episode, I thought, as far as with this episode i'm like oh so it's going to happen at some point but like i thought it's really? cw like it's cw permutation hookup so it's not gonna be like it's just not like the thing but it's just i'm used to cw shows and everyone hook up hooks up with everybody at some point so it's like, yeah, okay. i wasn't even on that band because nick was so Laurel's the black canary, the black canary and the green arrow end up together. Just accept it. And this is what's happening. I was like, okay, that's depressing. Cause they suck. <laughs> yeah. So like that whole scene where Felicity's like, Oh, it's gorgeous. Laurel. And Laurel's like, who are you? A bug that I need to squash. And then Oliver's like, Oh, like total this- high school mean girl bullshit. High school mean girl bullshit. And then Oliver's like, Oh, she's hooking up my internet. I'm like, what the, it's such a bad lie because hooking up the internet I'm like all y'all Oliver and Laurel be gone from my site Felicity can stay so I just the whole scene just bugs the crap out of me not just Laurel being a bitch because she is being a bitch but like Oliver too just really lean into that girl Friday crap and I'm just like no 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 I don't want it depressed don't like it don't want it don't like it um okay but this is a really big this is a really big laurel and oliver episode and it gives us facts to base not that we really needed the facts we had plenty of facts but not that we really need them to like base our hatred of this relationship but it's helpful like, it's helpful as we can continue to cite evidence that the, that the writers agree with us. Like, if you didn't get that after eight seasons, that they agree with us, I don't know what to do for you. But, like, season one, we're, like, this is, like, prime, like, Oliver and Felicity versus Laurel and Oliver. And it's, like, you need to mount your evidence. And I feel very strongly that 
121, they are laying the groundwork for why Oliver and Laurel should not be together. They're Agreed. they're totally trying to wrap these two up because it's like it's it's fast. We just got here really fast. I mean, all Tommy check just, please. Like Tommy just found out. Tommy broke up with Laurel. Laurel comes to Tommy. He's like, "What's up with breaking up with me?" And he's like, "You belong with Oliver." And then he like walks out. I'm like, "Really?" I mean, even Laurel looks like she has whiplash. She's like, "What?" So then she goes to Oliver. Who, by the way, when she shows up at the bar, before he even knows that Tommy and her, that she and Tommy broke up, I thought he was a little too flirty. He's always just a little too flirty with her. I'm like, you know. Yeah, I feel like that's Colin Donnell and he can't help himself. No, Tom or Oliver. Oliver's just too flirty. Oh. That's Steven. With I just thought it was just in- inappropriately like, wanna tell the bartender your troubles? Kind of like flirty. It annoyed me. I'm very sensitive about my Tommy at this phase. Fair. Because even though he's being a total dingle hopper. Dingle hopper. I'm just rolling with it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I do. Like, I understand why he has a self-defeated attitude right now. Because it's like, well, my best friend, who used to date my girlfriend, um, is the vigilante that she's been obsessed with because he's all sexy and dangerous. So, I can see the way this mask in a math. Let's just get it over with. You, I'm going to break up with her, and they should be together because that's what's going to happen anyway. So he thinks if he ends yeah. it, it'll be less painful than if she ends it. I think is his thinking, and I think this is his thinking because that's what Nick did. Oh God, not the thinking. I know. <laughs> Nick can do it. All of no, that. Nick cannot. I years, <laughs> no, he cannot. Uh, Twenty years ago, I told him, "Now you're done. You're done making the emotional decisions of this relationship." He's like, "Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm just gonna not. You can drive that car." I'm like, "Okay, we've been fine ever since." I'm like, "You just don't think about things because when you think about things, then you do stupid things." You can <laughs> drive the literal car, Jen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I will be handling the emotional component of this relationship. We've been we've been just fine, guys been great so that's what <laughs> laurel needs to say to tommy no more making emotional decisions for you we're just going to be back together and you're going to shush it and be happy that's really how it should have gone down should have didn't. not how it happened <laughs> so laurel's all like in her doe-eyed shocked tears always with the doe-eyed tears like are we happy are we sad pick a pick a feeling katie cassidy mm-hmm. um so she can't. She it's approaches serial killer Ollie in present day because I very strongly he had serial killer Ollie vibes in this hallway. Am I alone? No. Okay. No. In uh, so, <laughs> silence is agreement, but you just got to double check. So, so like, no, the you... silence means then you are on. The I'm on the right path. You are. Listen, we talked about it for a little bit. We're a little <laughs> practice. So then Laurel's like, Ollie. And like the breathiness just bothers. Like, can you just talk normal? She's like, please, Tommy. Tommy, he's wrong. I know you don't love me. And Oliver's like, yeah, I love you. I'm not going to lie. Just to not lie about this. This is what we're we're choosing honesty right now. Okay. (laughs) 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 <laughs> he's for socks. I hate him. 
She's all like deer in headlights you again. She's got it. hit over the head with a fucking frying pan. I'm like, I'll give you a frying pan, Laurel. <laughs> okay, but see, it catches up in present day, but they're back. They're like, they're filling in the blanks in the flashback. In the flashback. And like, yeah. if, yes. you're like if you're like me, I was like, okay, I got to root for these two because this is going to be the couple. Black Canary and Green Arrow, Nick says. Um, last time I listened to him about television. Uh, he, it's like, the the backstory is so much worse than we ever thought it could be. It's just so bad. Because you're like, oh, well, he was cheating on Laurel. But, you, you know, they're filling in the why, I guess. She wants to move in with him, is the long story short. And Oliver's like, hey, this is a little fast. And she's like, cool, well, we've been dating for like a decade. And all of our other friends who have been dating for less time have moved in together. And this feels like a natural step. And in Laurel's defense, she's right. Like, yes, it's not a crazy ask of her. Like, this is a totally normal thing. To date, if you're dating your boyfriend for a really long time and you're like, hey, maybe we should move in together. Like, that's a normal thing to ask. And Oliver is asking like they've been there. He's like acting like they've been dating for like six weeks. It's like, this is a little like, fast, Laurel. Like, on what planet is it fast? Okay. On planet Oliver. <laughs> Which, you know, listen, I am a big proponent of the he's just not that into you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the more and time I spend married, the more I realize men, at least the homosexuals, are not complicated. These are, they are, they have their boxes of things in their brains and everything fits in a box. And maybe you're just not in the box. You're, you don't have a box. And if you don't have a box. Get out of the box. You're not. (laughs) You're not going to get a box, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't belong in the box. Right. The box is not for you. Yes. It's not opening the box. There is no box. So, <laughs> but, like, weirdly, none of them will, like, none of them will have, like, the cojones just to say, let's break up. It's all this weird, passive-aggressive, I'm going to just implode the relationship instead. Yeah. Make her break up with me. That sounds like a better plan, because then I'm not the bad guy, or whatever. So... Yeah, he tells her, yeah, let's do it. Literally, those were his words. Yeah, let's do it. But he looks like you have just told him to walk the plank into the ocean of crocodiles or whatever. Yeah. So then his next decision is, I'm going to just join my dad for three weeks on a trip to the, to the North China Sea. And invite Laurel's sister with. Yeah, why not? Because not just any other girl, but her sister. I don't understand, like, where did he think that was a good idea? I understand anything he does. (laughs) Present, past. I I just want to know how he thought he was going to get away with that. I mean, at least Laurel says to him in present day, like, because he says that, oh, well, maybe Tommy broke up with you because he has cold feet. She's like, like you did. And Oliver actually has the the gall to look offended by that. How dare you say that? (laughs) Oliver, we were there. We saw. (laughs) (laughs) 
something that in frame I just thought of is like it's true like his fight or flight instincts kicking in it's like it's the North China Sea it's not even like that it's not, enticing of like a vacation it's not the Bahamas we're not going to the Bahamas and it's a work trip well, yeah, yeah it's, it's not like you're going someplace really snazzy I don't know it's I not like I'm gonna get that. on a plane and go to like Ibiza or something yeah to, like escape like, oh, this dad's going to the Caribbean I'm going to spend some time with them nope I'm going to the North China Sea Laurel the most auspicious inhabitable ocean to ever exist so yeah that and that like shows up at the dock because Laurel can tell he ain't vibing the vibe is not vibing there's something off maybe it's because she asked him to move in and he's jumping on the boat with his dad for three weeks. To which, to Laurel's credit, she asks him this. Laurel is doing everything correctly. Laurel is being honest and open and communicating. It's douche boy Ollie that can't seem to form an honest statement to save his life. And she's like, so it's a little weird that you're getting on a boat right now, given what we talked about last night. Are, is everything Is everything okay? He's like, yeah. It's great, babe. <laughs> what could possibly be wrong? Fucking liar. <laughs> I'm so in love with you. Can't wait to get an apartment with you. Gonna fuck your sister on the boat for three weeks. But just, you know, pass them all. <laughs> just pause it for a sec. Oh, God. We'll circle what a, back. What a dipshit. It's a horror show. Like what? an actual show of a boyfriend. Yeah. What a fucking what? dipshit. Yeah, what? <laughs> we would root for this why because you're like give me something writers give me something because they already started off in a pretty bad spot you slept with my sister there's not a lot of females that are going to jump on that train truly later on you got to give me something and this is what they're giving us they're like oh here's the backstory on laurel and oliver see how adorable and how much in love and what a great person he was with her nope see none of those things he was clearly unhappy (laughs) Didn't want to be with her. And that's how he ended up on the boat. So why are we like, talking about, like, he's still in love with her? Because I would say, like, writer hat on as far as, I know cheating is cheating and everything. But, like, to create the angst of, like, I'm mad at you but was also sad that you were dead and it made conflicted feelings. Make it so, like, Oliver's not, like, a serial cheater and it's maybe, like, there was a party and he kissed this one girl while they were together and then went on the trip and died. So before they could make up from that fight that like, yeah, he dies and disappears or something. Not that like he's cheated on you several times and this time with your sister. And it's not just like a kiss at a party, like y'all been fucking. And so yep. <laughs> a lot, a lot, honestly, you really got to wonder about the stamina. But it's he's the arrow. It's fine. He's got the stamina. Um, like, isn't that weird? Like, it's a very Elena situation. Like, which, like, don't you just want to ask her who's better, Damon Stefan? Like that. It just leads to uncomfortable conversations. You know what I mean? Like, don't Truly. do siblings. Don't do siblings. Bad I just, idea. Bad it's idea. Bad. It's just a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, and to look. She tells Oliver that, you know, you were totally trying to implode our relationship by running off onto a three-week cruise to the North China Sea with my sister. Who, me? 
And Oliver's like, I mean, I guess. I can see how you would see it that way. I, I could see how that might be the conclusion. Yes, but you that's your to. perspective. <laughs> I guess if that's like, just your opinion, man. <laughs> like I had your picture with me and I was totally in love with you. So that's my side of it. Oh god, such <laughs> a dipshit. Picture. The picture. Okay, so we're like, why did Oliver have this picture? First of all, this is what? This is 2012. No, this, this is, is like 2008, whatever. When did he, when did he, I, I'm not going to do math. They aired in 2012, so it, he was gone for five years, so that's 2007. Seven. Okay, so that's not like iPhones and stuff. So, like, couldn't he just, like, have a photo of her in his wallet? Wouldn't that make sense? <laughs> okay, like, that was, <laughs> I was like, really confused about- did he get this picture of Laura? Like, how did he have this with? Like, wouldn't it just be in his wallet? Like, you would think because they were dating and that was like a thing that. Yeah. Also, yeah. the picture itself is weird. Who has a photo of themselves basically like in a model pose? Like, it's like your senior portrait. Yeah. From high school. Yeah. That's not. That's. I made it about. Did she Sarah. go to JC Penny and get pictures taken? She's, it's like glamour shots. Like what? <laughs> what is this? Like it should be like a photo booth picture or something, or yeah, like something cute or like uh, whatever. But like it's literally a senior picture. I'm holding a flower, posing. That's why I made it in my fic about Sarah. Sarah took the picture for a photography class. Like, I felt the need to explain why Laurel has a portrait photo of herself at 25 years old or however old they were. I swear to God. It's weird. It's weird. It's the weirdest. Shows up at the the docks and was like, you're going to be gone for three weeks. Here's a photo of me so you don't forget me. Weird. Like, that's like stage five clinger. (laughs) That's fucking stage five clinger. Like, I understand. Like, I'm not like, all right, maybe you need to get on the boat, Olive. Like, this is a little. Like, again, she's reacting to the vibes of him pulling away. So she's, like, holding on tighter. It's so awkward. Like, don't. The picture's like, why can't she catch a clue on that, though? I don't know. Like, and again, just say, oh, hi, I landed in the ocean. I landed on an island, but my wallet managed to stay in my cargo pants. And here's a picture of Laurel. Like that right there would have solved the problem. It just made it so awkward. They just were like, oh, the last thing she gave him before he gets on the boat. It's like, okay, that's still not going to clean up the mess that you guys made with all these flashbacks. But okay, picture. I was always just so like they like the lore the lore of her fans just hung their moon and sun around that photo. And it yeah. just it didn't do what they thought it did, like writing wise is my point. Yeah. So that's the backstory on them. Cool. <laughs> great as it is. Great story, writers. <laughs> Super excited. Now we're supposed to want them back together in present day. I don't understand how they ever thought that was going to work. How did they think that showing us these flashbacks are going to prove in the present? Because that's what's happening. 
we've done the whole Merlian thing. They broke up. Now we're we're swinging to the other side of the triangle. Now it's Oliver's radioactive turn. is happening next episode. Yep, it's like now it's Oliver's turn. We just move her around like a little chessboard. Um, so like I guess we're supposed to be rooting for them to get back together, and I'm like, why? Like, I felt that watching the first time. Like, I'm supposed to want them back together. I'm, I guess I'm supposed to want them back together and be excited when they get back together. I am not in that emotional state. Not even close. As I recall. And it was depressing because I was like, I just kept saying to myself, I love this show. It's just like the romance part of it is a mess. And, and especially with this episode, since you have cute Felicity stuff in contrast. You have cute episode. Felicity stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, when you, yes. When you looked at the, them and you were like, oh, this is this is not it. And then you'd see them with Felicity and you're like, this I could get behind. It's great. This is great. I like her. But again, they lean so heavily into the, oh, she's just his, like, she just has a girl crush on him. And, oh, she's his girl Friday. I hate that shit. It irritates me because I feel like, again, you know what I think it is? It's like Katie Cassidy's comment that, oh, she's just the um, tech support or tech support. She's just the comic relief. Oh, yes. I remember that. Remember that? Laurel's Ricky. got this. Laurel's got this. She's just. I remember crazy. that. That we was came so for silly. her life with pitchforks. We were ready to tar and feather. Of like basically the only reason you have a job is because you have the best lawyers in the biz. I need her team. Everybody needs her team. So yeah, I just it was just I love this episode and I also hate it. I love it and I hate it. Very confusing. A typical season one feeling. Oh, and then there's Diggle. Diggle Diggle's mad at Oliver because Oliver's a dick. I mean, what else is new? <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of the episode, Oliver's like, hi, I'm sorry. I was a douchebag. Please help me save the city. I love when you say douchebag. Because he is such a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Like, the douchiest of all the douchebags is this man. I just, I got to give it to Felicity because, like, she saw something in him. It's all the vision. Deep. How, deep, how did you? Deep. Deep. <laughs> down and she's like I'm gonna mine that shit I'm gonna find it you're gonna sand it down do not tell me this woman did not work for this relationship boy oh boy I feel like we all put in the the work on that you know what I mean like this was a group effort we were all suffering I honestly feel like when we got to five I think that's like why like I was so emotionally drained. Like all the fandom stuff was really emotionally draining, but it's like we're five years in and he still can't get his act together with this woman. And there's a certain point where you're like, okay, the will they won't they really does stop working. Cause like now you're just keeping them apart for stupid reasons. So it just, it was just yeah. exhausting by season five. We got a long road ahead of us, y'all. It like, was such a long road. When I look back on it, I'm like, how did we do how that? How did we do that? Actually, I did answer that question for myself a little bit because I was like, how did I do this? And I used to be upstairs in our office, which is where my work computer was and my personal computer. And I would just like, I would be like rolling between the two computers all day. It was very convenient. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's how I did it. Yeah. That's how I did work and the blog. Got it. Yeah. So... Now we're supposed to get wrapped up for the undertaking. 
and we'll talk about it when we get to those episodes, but, like, how there is so many, like, big Allicity, like, moments in the first, like, the first chunk of season one to, like, get you on board for the next few years, because, like, at this point... I mean, yeah, I, it, like, listen, I would have felt so much better about what I was seeing if I was on the internet, but I wasn't at all. Um, so it just, like, it would have, I'd be like, oh, I'm not totally crazy for shipping this. I do think, like, there really was this attitude that Elicity fans are all skeptical. Yeah. They're all crazy. This is never going to happen. You guys have just basically, it's like shipping, like when they like ship Dean and Sam on whatever. Supernatural. Supernatural. Where like the guys are like, oh, that's never going to happen. Like you're insane. Like it felt like that level of ridicule for, even though they tease it. In both of those ships, they leaned into that. Or not well, Dean, the yeah, supernatural one with the... Dean and the angel guy. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Castiel. Brothers. Yuck. Sorry, yeah, yeah. People. Not the incest one. That They're like, no. That, I was that's like, that's definitely not happening. It's Dean and the angel guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, they leaned into, like, romantic undertones the whole time. And then yeah. would call fans, you're, you're insane if we're seeing it that way. Like, that's how it felt season one. Like, and I wouldn't even really say like it was because I wasn't reading articles, but like it just when when I got online and then I was looking back, like and seeing all of the commentary and the lore over side of it, they really were like, "You guys are crazy." Like, no, we're not. We feel a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we were. Sometimes we were a little delusional, but. It's- Way. Yeah, I do like that in 121 though that they he goes from oh this is the chick setting up my internet to this is my friend Felicity so we're moving up yes yeah we're moving up progress was made and like I really I've got to be honest I am not a I am not in favor of them happening right now oh no yeah. no 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 yeah I don't think anybody really was it's just. Like, I think people were looking... Honestly, it's why I like the fix where she kind of flirts with Tommy a little. In season yeah. I, I, I think people... I mean, maybe some... I don't want to speak for everybody. I'm, I'm sure there were some people who wanted them to get together um, in season one. I think more of an acknowledgement from Oliver is probably what most of us were yearning for. Like, more of a... Uh, like, knowledge that he's like, oh, I feel a little bit more than friendly towards her right like i've written fix that were set in season one and mm-hmm. it was always the situation where it's like things had to drastically be changed like yes. there were certain things that had to happen in order for this to even like be a possibility yeah because like he's just not he's not he's not it he's just not ready for her at all I actually think what he really needs right now is just a friend who knows all of his secrets, what she does. And I, you know, what I love about them is they really were based in friendship first. And that's the, that's the, that's That's a great foundation. That is such a great foundation. Y'all like look to your friends. If you're looking for somebody to to date, look in the friend group because it really is a great basis to build a lasting Mm -hmm. relationship. 
But he's just, he's got so much baggage and he's nowhere near. That's why I'm like, oh, okay, Oliver, we're telling Laurel I love her. It's so unfair to Laurel to say that to her. It's it's unfair to Laurel and it's not fucking true. It's not true and it's really nasty to do to Tommy. Oh, well, that too. Like, I mean, this, and- this guy is your best friend. And you're, like, trying to poach his girlfriend? I don't care that you think you have history. Exactly. They've been broken up for five seconds. We're told dibs is not a thing. Tommy at least waited till your body was cold, Oliver. I really wish the episode had ended with uh, introducing Felicity as my friend and then not had the conversation with Laurel at all. Because every time I watch that, interaction i just it makes me feel ill because it's just like what are you doing slimy in it it's so slimy it's like it's so self-serving it is so it's selfish it's really selfish because he's like oh i i can't have any more lies in my life which what are you even talking about like you have not told her the biggest thing that's going on in your life right now. You have told her none of this. And you're standing there talking about lies and being truthful. And then you're going to tell her that you love her, but she doesn't have any of the information that is pertinent to that statement. About or 90% why of Tommy your life. feels like you should be with Oliver. Because for Tommy to say that, from being in love with Laurel to do an about face and tell Laurel, oh, you're supposed to be with Oliver. Like, Laurel's intelligent enough to, like, be like, I'm missing something. What happened? What do you know that I don't know? And then we have Oliver, who's, like, giving her half truth. And you're just like, this is so much nonsense. You have no intention of being with her. It's not like he tells her that and he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to totally be together. Let's make this work. He just drops a bomb on her to us, you know, to mess with her head is really what I think. Cause she's fully entrenched in the, I love you, Tommy. I want to be with you. And I do believe that she does love Tommy. You know, that's what pisses me off about the end of season one is Oliver muddies very clear waters. Like Laurel had moved on. She had fallen in love with Tommy. And then he comes floating back in there Just to be like, oh, no, I still love you too, Laurel. Let's make things, like, let's just confuse things. And it is really nasty to do to her because it really does mess with her head. Yeah. I agree because you need to have, you need to have perspective. You need to have some kindness. Like, let it go. Yeah. Let her go. Let her go. And he won't. And it almost starts to feel like like he just wants to get picked. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really have, he's not going to be with her. He wants her to know that he loves her. He's not going to, not going to do anything about it. Um, so what do you, what do you, what do you want her to do here, Oliver? Just say, I, I love you too. I pick you, but we can't be together and let's just both be miserable. It really, like, this was not a well thought out decision on his part. It was really poorly made. And I think even before we get into what's going to happen in the next couple episodes, it's 
it's really a stab to the heart. It's not even a stab to the back. It's a stab to the heart to Tommy. He's just being upfront about it now. Like, yeah, I'm going to take your girl because I can. That's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. It's brutal. Because, like, what does that mean to you that you love her, Oliver? Because, like, we're not clear on what Oliver means by love. He has been, there has been this process of dating for him where, okay, we tell Helena who I am, but she's not the right fit because, you know, there's lots of issues and probably needs a good dose of therapy. And then we try to do life with a regular girl like McKenna. We're just not going to tell her about the secret life because she'll she'll arrest me. So that's not great. And now we're doing Laurel. But it's the same deal as McKenna. He has no intentions of telling Laurel who he is. So like and at this point, all of these relationships, he's got like one toe in. And then when he's like, oh, it didn't work. I'm I'm not supposed to be with anybody. That's his reaction. Like, well, you put a toe in, so. Because at this point, being the arrow is, like, 85 to 90% of your life. Yeah, except... like, he's not actually working during the day. He's probably asleep. <laughs> I mean, does anybody know what Oliver does at the bar? Flex. Tommy does everything, so. Tommy is doing all the work. It just enrages me that he says this to her. <laughs> He has the gall to walk off. Like, he's such a dramatic little princess. Like, he did something. Like, a hair flip. (laughs) Like, and he just leaves there to sit in it, too. He doesn't stay there to be like, let's grab coffee. Let's talk about what this means. He's just like, nope, I love you. See ya. And it pulls her back in. And she had, because, you know, I do believe that Laurel was really madly in love with Oliver. He is her first love. He he is the one that she thought she was going to end up with. And I think even despite what happened with Sarah, it's complicated. She lost him in a very traumatic way. And you've been seeing her kind of work through the anger and flip-flopping between I hate him, I love him constantly. And she finally had settled out. She really had settled out where she was like, okay, I've moved on from Oliver. I've found this really great thing with Tommy. I am moving on. I'm good. Like her and Tommy were great until Tommy found out that Oliver was the arrow. Then all of a sudden he's like, well, you're a superhero. So I'm going to get dumped. So I'm just going to do it first. Oliver knows that Tommy knows. So it's like, Oliver's just reinforcing what Tommy thinks. Yeah, you're going to go after my girl now that I know that you're a superhero. That's insane. No disagreements from has. me. I hate it. I'm such a Merlin fan, you guys. And it just, it just, season one is just not it for me. No. I was a Merlin fan until, like, I don't, I forget what point I stopped, but then I was like, no, Tommy deserves better than that. I mean, next episode is going to be freaking. Because she was way Yeah, too... I was going to say, we might need to curb some of the Laurel talk because next week, that's. That's going to be. That's going to be. That's going to be rough. Cause she, yeah, because next episode, we really got to dig into it, what Laurel's thinking. Yeah. Because we don't get that right this episode. She still seems very entrenched. Tommy, I love you. Like, that's the question I want to ask these three people. What does that mean to you? When you say that, when you say that you love someone, what is that? Because 
seem to have a clear understanding of what that means. You're tossing that word around, but nobody's having the cojones to stick something out and work through something. It's like, it's just a big high school love triangle drama fest. And it's, they're all a little too old for this, in my personal opinion. Truly. You know, let's get a clue. And Oliver is nowhere near in the vicinity of saying, oh, yeah, I'm totally relationship dude now. Let's do this, girl. And I think he's been telling himself for so long that he's in love with Laurel. I don't think he's ever actually stopped to think about whether he really is or not. I think it's just convenient. Well, it would be convenient for him, wouldn't it? That it would be. This is the girl I love, but she is uh, not attainable in his mind. He still wants to be able to tie things up in a neat bow. He does. He really is looking for... And he's not looking to get anything complicated. Felicity's that fucking complicated. Even Diggle. Diggle's a little complicated. Like, all this is complicated. In his little beetle brain, it to him it makes sense. Like, oh, all this happened when I betrayed Laurel. So if I make it up to Laurel, yep. then everything is better. Yep. He has a very... <laughs> Like, it's almost a kindergartner perspective on hurt feelings and making amends. And he does have this, but it, it really connects with his whole mission because he just thinks one plus one equals two. But really what you're doing is one plus one equals 75. Like, it's like, if I just kill a couple guys, <laughs> that'll make the city better. Okay. Well, yeah. no. Make it make sense. So his the whole thinking, this whole season is so screwed up. It's just very, very exhausting. Truly. The mental dynamics that you have to do with this guy. I don't know how we did it. How did we do it, guys? I don't know. We did this for eight years. We did. We did. All right. So what else happened in TV and life? This week, did anybody watch the Chiefs game with Miss Taylor? Swift? Um, watched some of it. I just saw the part where um, Jason she- Kelsey took his shirt off. Yeah. That was hilarious. I'm in this for Jason and Travis to go on double dates. I love that they met like in Kylie and Taylor met and like on the podcast he was like. Travis was like, Taylor, Taylor freaking loved you. You know, you were amazing. You were fantastic. I did not know they had not met yet. Yeah, I that surprised me too. But like, I guess it makes but sense. Because... Would they have met? Because he's got his regular season. Exactly. Like, like, their schedules are crazy. Like, her schedule's crazy. Everybody's schedules are crazy. I mean, they've got three girls. So, like, you think about it, they live on in different states with different professional football careers. I'm like, well, yeah. With very busy lives. I was like, well, yeah, I guess that does make sense. Cause it's not like, it's not like Kylie and uh, Jason were going to Travis's games. Cause he had games. So 
I was like, yeah, I guess. And then I thought I heard someone say this was the first time she met his parents. I was like, that's not true. She's met them before. No, we know that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, we've that's... seen that. Yeah. Some... <laughs> yeah, since day one. <laughs> but but then people magazine it and they're like, oh, it's the first time that she met his parents. I'm like, oh, get your facts straight, people. Like, you guys need to stop making much... shit up. <laughs> Gossip accurately. I mean, what are you existing for? So, yeah, I thought that was really cute. I liked that quite a bit. I just need them to have double dates. It'd be cute. It'd be so cute. So cute. So cute. And before we go, I need to register my own complaint on behalf of the Barbie movie. Yeah. <sighs> have I'm beyond annoyed about it. For the Take first time in forever, I'm like, you know, maybe I just don't need to watch. Annette Benning stole Margot Robbie's Oscar nomination, basically. <laughs> I think I I just think it's it's I don't know. I, I I never thought there'd be a year I was more interested in watching the Super Bowl than I was the fucking Oscars, but here we are. I honestly think the, the only- Oscars has an aversion to uh, financially successful movies. Yeah. Like they, they hate it when something is is, is it, resonates with people and a lot of people love it then they're like oh then they're oh. like no that's not oscar worthy i mean i gotta be honest this whole emma i mean i love emma um emma stone uh-huh but like she's getting all the accolades and winning all the awards and i mean it's this really artsy goofy movie it's like it's it's Oscar bait. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. I can't you just like, there's nothing wrong with awarding a popular and financially successful movie with an award. Well, like, I, and they I, won't do it. They won't do it. If people went to go see it, you're not going to get an Oscar for it. That's well, really kind of how I feel. I don't think like I wasn't expecting Margot to win, but I was expecting her to get nominated. I it. think the nomination, just the not even getting nominated that's just so fucking is because like, honestly, this should be Lily Gladstone's Oscar of like, how do you portray Barbie? Like it's a blank slate, you know. Like, okay, it's not that easy, you know. And she like did an amazing job on it, and then not to nominate Greta for director. Yeah, not nominating Greta for director is probably my biggest beat. Yeah. Because I I don't get it just it just reinforces the the theme of the movie so much. Oh, it does. Yeah. I mean, at least uh, America Ferreira got that is what you're holding on to. Yeah. But like, I honestly, they could have just done that. Just I mean, she's gotten awarded other places, but like. If they didn't do that and Ryan Gosling was the only one nominated from Barbie, I mean, get get a pitchfork. Let's go to town. Like, I'm sorry. This is insane. And, like, people haven't mentioned, too, of, like, the screenplay nomination Greta gets. It's also because she wrote it with Noah Baumbach. So that way we can still give a man. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Yeah. God forbid. God forbid we just award. It just bothers me. It's just. It it's bothers me, bothers. too. And I'm just not, I have been kind also of. Also in some of the craft categories, I'm kind of irritated with, of just the not recognizing, just because it's like pink, pink and pretty, that it's not like art. Because yeah. Because the fact that it didn't get cinematography of like, 
because how they like created like the look of that and the costumes i mean are were out of this world well costumes was nominated but oh, then, what? okay yeah but that they didn't make the short list for makeup and hairstyling and i'm just like Ugh. i mean weird barbie alone should have nailed that exactly don't it's oh, very dismissive fake nose for maestro like well i think they have a of emma oh, what's her name um Emma Stone. There's too many act- Emma Thompson. I was saying, like, yeah. basically the Oscars. <laughs> like, too many Emmas. <laughs> yeah, too many freaking Emmas. Um, of the Oscars are basically made up of old white men. We just have to wait till they all die off. So, but it's been a while now. I'm. I think there's still plenty of them alive and kicking. I just, I have lost. I lost interest in the Oscars a while ago. I like, I like do a quick watch of the list. Um. All, I love to look at the, the dresses, but I don't sit and watch the show anymore. But I'm really I'm excited to see year. the Oscars Ken performance. Like, not gonna lie. What? Song that got nominated? So okay. they got two. So I'm just Ken and two? the okay. Billie Eilish song. What was All right. Well, I mean, Ryan Gosling's reaction to win- winning best song at the Critics' Choice, I mean, that was <laughs> insane. So. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm with you, Cal. It's rage-inducing. It's just, eh. Just, um, eh. It's like a very Although, side, it's a very side item, but I haven't, when we're, finish what you're going to say, Maddie, and I'll bring up my next thing. Oh, I was just going to say, because I know you'll appreciate with a fellow appreciator pretty dresses and whatnot. So, I know at this point, Ava Mendez just doesn't really leave her house, which, you know, props to you but i'm hoping that she'll go with him to to the oscars now that yeah, he's can we hire a babysitter and so we can see you in a pretty dress yes <laughs> i understand not having to do the entire that. award circuit because that is exhausting but this is the oscars so yeah come on girl but she didn't go the last time he was nominated he's been nominated a couple times and she doesn't go so more power to you but well, I, I hope she does and I know Taylor doesn't have a reason for being there, but, like, could she go with Travis? <laughs> I think Taylor's going to be in Japan. Oh, yeah. Suppose. Or That's Australia, fun. one of the... One did, of we, the... Um, did we watch the um, movie, or the movie, the um, the wedding, the Golden Bachelor? I know Maddie did. Yes, and it was it was lovely. It was lovely, but I have a complaint. What's that? I didn't like the dresses. Of course you didn't. <laughs> like them, and I'm just I'm lodging that complaint. Okay. So and then number two. Yeah, it was a lot for seventy, but yeah, it was a lot. And then like the bridesmaids but dresses, I don't. I did like the bridesmaids were... ones. Yeah, you did like them. I feel like it was a little too eighties for me, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not hip. I'm not cool. I know I'm not. It's fine. Um, okay, and this is, like, freaking me out. It has nothing to do with really anything, but, um, did you guys hear that, um, Lacey Peterson's husband, Scott Peterson, that the Innocence Project in, uh, L.A. has taken up his case? Ew. No. Yeah. I know. I'm like, what the actual hell? So now they've got everybody, oh, maybe he's really innocent. No. Yeah, I'm like, 
He is not. He literally, they found the cement waders that her body got weighed down with. They found exact same ones in his freaking storage locker. So I don't know. That was all. I don't know what new evidence they have. They're going down this hole like, oh, because there was a burglary across the the street. But like in order to like get a new trial, you need to have new evidence. There has to be something big. So I'm like, what the heck do they have they found? Or are they just kind of like just starting to look into the case and they're not really sure if he's innocent? I don't know. It really bothers me. And it is bothering. Because I'm That's... like, that homeboy did it. Like, what? none of us were like, oh, he's totally innocent. I was like, nope, he did it. No, I distinctly remember that one because I was a kid, but it was, I was in the Bay Area. So it was local news first. So I like remember when it broke locally first before it was nationally that like she was missing and then it went to the murder trial and all. Yeah. Okay. That was the well. only thing I about. <laughs> I'm like very upset about this, but it's fine. I'll have to send you, I imagine she's on TikTok. I follow her on Instagram. Of I've started binging. There's a PI that like talks about her crazy PI stories with mm-hmm. and like legally say while she does her makeup. And she's based out of Florida, so like the stories are interesting. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there has to be so many stories of Florida, of just people being wild out in Florida. And yeah, of either like she has a fun attitude but the way she prays she'll be like they're just out there willy-nilly doing this in front of god and everybody <laughs> uh, florida florida <laughs> florida <laughs> but it was so funny when like the election when then they got they were like screwing up the bush and the gore election nobody was surprised we're all like yeah that's florida <laughs> i feel like that hasn't really changed over the years either Good old Florida and your craziness. But you have Orlando. So you have Disney World. Exactly. Points. Points there. All right, ladies. I have to go do my job. Boo. Boo. I know it's lame. It sucks. It's annoying. But we'll talk next week. We're back on Arrow. I'm excited. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye.